Hey, what's good? What's good, y'all? Welcome to Willington Heights Community Church Podcast. We are a multicultural community joining God in the reconciliation of all things through worship, reconciliation, and neighborhood development. I am your host, Pastor Keon. I get to lead Willington Heights Community Church with my lovely wife, Stephanie, and a great leadership team. And on this episode, Stephanie's going to share some thoughts about how we should proceed as we return to this normal-ish, right? What are some of the things that we should hold on to as we return to normal? And uh, maybe we should consider uh, how we've changed individually uh, and collectively. So you're not going to want to miss this episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. Hey, let's lean in. Let's listen. pandemic is one of those in-between places. In between now and when everyone has a vaccine. In between despair and the possibility of hope. These in-between spaces are oftentimes uncomfortable, sometimes painful, and even sometimes terrifying. But this in-between space is also the place where we're not yet settled and maybe feeling a bit vulnerable or exposed. But sometimes in these in-between places, we are also open to something new. In life and in ministry, I've been able to talk with people who have had serious illness or chronic illness, and I've talked with them about their recovery time. And they all seem to agree that the recovery is the hardest emotionally, because I think what's happening is that it's really difficult to explain to people and even explain to yourself about recovery. Because when you're sick or a crisis is happening or immediately after the loss of a loved one, it's so obvious what's happening. And people can show up in very obvious ways, like sending things, bringing a meal and texting hilarious memes to cheer you up, or sending cards saying all the right things or all the wrong things, but at least there's something tangible and obvious for people to do. And it's pretty easy to understand what illness is. We have a framework for it, but recovery or the time in between, in between illness and health, people kind of want to either put you in a box like sick or recovered. And I completely understand that. Putting people in situations and boxes just makes it easier for us. But this is not the approach we should take. Maybe right now you're journeying with someone who is suffering, or maybe right now you are suffering yourself. And maybe if you're journeying with someone, you hear from this person that I'm feeling better today. With my experience doing hospital visits in ministry, it's easy to think when someone says, I'm feeling so much better, to have the response of, oh, thank God, like I'm off the hook today. I can say like a really easy prayer and just like, you know, thanks God and she's feeling better. Okay, bye. But it's really hard to sit with someone who says I was feeling better yesterday and today I'm not. And I think when you're in recovery, it's so up and down and people want to believe it's this straight line and you're headed towards full health and you'll never have any bumps in the road in this process. Right now, we ourselves are collectively in this time with the life of the pandemic, living in this in-between space with the hope 
of recovery ahead. You know, it's been interesting hearing so much language these days during the pandemic about going back to normal. And I totally fall into that too. It's so appealing to think that you're going to go back to a place that was familiar and comfortable and safe. But that's so not how it works, is it? Living life with health issues, people have always been asking me, are you 80% back to normal or what percentage of good are you feeling today? And I would think, well, I, I don't remember what I felt like before. I don't remember how normal felt, so I can't really gauge normal. Life with a chronic illness has helped me to be adaptable, to be gentle with myself and others, and that sometimes you just have to plunge into this new, I don't wanna say it, but new normal. The same is true for all of us. Collectively, we have learned to plunge into this normal and we've learned the importance of lament for caring for one another, slowing down and looking out for the interests of the vulnerable populations above our own interests. If we simply just return to the normal that was before, we'll have to bypass how we have been changed through this collective experience. This new normal is almost like a reimagining of who we are, how we live and move and be. And for that, there's just no metrics. We can't say that this new normal is better or worse. It's just different. Our shutdown began last March. Pastor Keon and I knew that this was a moment for the church to begin restoring its credibility to the world around us by capitalizing on the CCDA model, by moving beyond a Sunday-centric model of church to seek the flourishing of our community, which includes the flourishing of both people and neighborhoods. Our workplaces, schools, churches, and even family gatherings adapted and got creative in how to stay connected or how to engage this new normal. Like many of you, school this past year for our children was done from our homes, virtually, or maybe you're venturing into homeschooling. Maybe on these virtual school mornings when the household is frustrated with one another balancing all the Zoom calls with an unstable internet connection or waking up early to claim your favorite workspace corner of the house. You dream of the fall and sending your children back to in-person learning. In between excitement for starting in-person learning again in the fall, I'm also experiencing some sadness about sending our children back to school in person. It's been beautiful to see the adaptability and the resilience of all of our children this past year. I've loved having one more year of eating lunch together, time together, seeing my kids' eyes light up with the excitement of learning math and science, and I am truly in awe of just how techie the youth among us are and can help us solve our technology problems. There is a lot that we've lost this past year, individually and collectively. And it's important that we make space to process our reactions to it all. But one thing I don't hear many people talking about yet is the grief that awaits us when we emerge from lockdown. Any change, 
even one that is largely for the better, brings grief. In a world that's not devastated and consumed by COVID-19 is of course a positive and good change. Sending my children back to school isn't the only part of the world reopening that is giving me pause. I've heard from friends of clergy, children of clergy, or clergy themselves just how fantastic it's been not worshiping in a fishbowl this past year. I personally have not missed the seasonal stomach flu bug that goes around our house each year. I'm also grieving the perspective that we all had at the beginning of the pandemic that we are in this together. Eagerness to care for and support each other. Eagerness to protect those older adults, those living with chronic illness and the marginalized from getting COVID-19. In regards to clergy specifically, I hear anticipatory grief about what the after will mean for their vocations. Clergy have pivoted and innovated, and what does this mean if the church tries to forget or bypass the last year and all of its lessons, grasping for a pre-pandemic normal that was already in need of rethinking? I hear anticipatory grief of those in helping professions who have been caring physically, emotionally, and spiritually for others. Grieving if there will even be space for them to take a breath and process themselves all of the caretaking that they have done. I hear anticipatory grief of the amount of time that was spent around the dinner table, eating together, talking and playing games, and grieving knowing that this will decrease significantly. Grief points us to what we value. So let's not ignore it. Let's listen to it and learn from it. Let's lean into this in-between space that we're, that we're finding ourselves in right now, in between pandemic and recovery, in between safely reopening, in between despair and the possibility of hope, in between seasons of independence and dependence. And maybe right now you find yourself in between jobs, in between friends, in between the diagnosis and recovery, in between feeling courageous and feeling afraid, in between loss and things feeling okay again. These in-between liminal spaces, they're uncomfortable, they're painful, and they're sometimes terrifying. But oftentimes these spaces open us up with all of our senses, our whole selves, to God's spirit. And when we do that, we open ourselves up to consider something new. If we allow this time right now in the here and now to be a space to lean into the in-between, we can consider what we may want to hold on to as we return to normal-ish to consider how we have changed individually and collectively because of our experiences this past year. And as we do this, we can move forward together with faithfulness, with grace and intention.
Hey, thank you so much for listening. Remember to turn on your notifications to be the first to listen to future episodes. Also, be sure to like and share this podcast and follow us on Facebook and Instagram. We are relying upon the benevolent gifts of donors to continue our ministry in an urban setting. So if you are compelled to give, please give a gift at donorbox.org backslash WHCC. Hey, thank you and be blessed.